How can you do something different that, like you said, still make an impact, but it doesn't have to be so taxing and draining on yourself? Because the more my cup was empty, when I'm at the bottom of my cup, it's not going to be at its best capacity as if my cup was even half full. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it was a process to acknowledge the burnout and then decide I'm going to move on from this. Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the show that highlights remarkable BIPOC young professionals killing it on their career journeys. I'm your host, Priscilla Esquivel-Bolcha, Latinx career coach, corporate consultant, daughter of immigrants, and lover of breakfast tacos. Meet me for a coffee chat every Friday as we either dive into a special guest story or I'll share my own career gems. If you're a BIPOC professional feeling lost in your career or just need a dose of inspiration, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I have a special treat for you today. I'm releasing a bonus episode. I have a few bonus episodes that I'll be releasing at the end of 2021. As you know, I took a break during the summer and so I kept recording even during that time. So I do have a few episodes that I'd like to get released into the world before the end of the year. And so here's the first one. So today we have Paige Mitchell, who's a career fulfillment coach. She shares her story on the podcast about why she decided to stop working as a therapist in Hawaii, the role that burnout played in that decision, and why she decided to transition into career coaching, which is what she does today. Paige Mitchell is on LinkedIn. She's on YouTube, on Instagram as pagemitchell.coach. That is her Instagram handle. So definitely check her out if you're interested in her work and working with her. I found her to be super refreshing, very open, and I just really, really enjoyed this conversation. Can't wait to hear what you think. Hey, before we head into today's episode, I want to encourage you to follow us on Instagram at ECM Podcast. Also head over to ecmpodcast.com where you can get freebies, read the latest ECM blog post, and sign up for our monthly newsletter. And if you or someone you know is looking for one-on-one career coaching, you can sign up to work with me on my website. Lastly, if you're a big fan and supporter of the show, please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's how we can reach other people. Okay, let's head into the show. Hey, everyone. I'm really excited to have Paige Mitchell on today's episode. Welcome, Paige. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'd love for you to just start off by introducing yourself to the audience and just telling us a little bit about what you do currently and where you're calling us from too. Awesome. Yeah. So my name is Paige. I'm from Golden, Colorado, but I've been living in Denver for over 10 years. I identify as a white cisgender woman. I'm also an only child. I was originally born in Hawaii, but I lived in Colorado for the majority of my life. And although my parents divorced at a young age and my dad was still present in my life, my mom was the main one who raised me and instilled these beliefs about being an independent woman and believing I could do anything just as long as I work hard and do the best I can. So I think a lot of just my story, who I am today Um, Also being a very naturally curious person at a young age, just growing up with the family I had, the environment I was in really is how I perceive my worldview. And I think at the end of the day, that curiosity that I had as a child has followed me still because now I'm a career fulfillment coach. And I'm also like the first generation small business owner in my immediate family. There's no one else that has done this that is 
did this leap before. So I'm also just really excited to, to kind of dive into the waters of that. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that you call yourself a career fulfillment coach as opposed to a career coach. So tell us where that came from and what that means. Absolutely. I think it took a while for me to kind of tag that name and really fulfill that in in its own way, become the identity of that because I first wanted to really dive into career transitions. Why are people feeling stuck at their current job? Or whenever someone would in conversation say, I love my job, I'd always be that first person to like, okay, tell me all your secrets. Why do you love this? What? Just so intrigued by careers because of how much they, we put ourselves in this, like, I am this role, not I work in this role. So I think that was a natural passion. And so fulfillment, I I wanted that word to be my main priority and focus because as a life coach in general, which is where I became accredited and went to an ICF approved institute for coaching and everything like that, instead of just career coach, which in the beginning I was writing resumes, I still do that for people, but kind of those like core basic career coach principles, you know, how to get an interview, how Mm -hmm. to build up confidence in um, a presentation, all that stuff. But I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to really ask my clients about fulfillment. What is it about this job or career that is aligned with your values, aligned with who you are and who you want to become? And so when I start asking those questions, it just gets people to ponder that more existential, what is life? And if I work all these hours of my life, I think a stat that I saw was like, we spend one third of our time in our careers or something like that should be pretty powerful then. So in a nutshell, career fulfillment coach for me just means I'm working with people who are asking those questions. There's got to be something else. There's got to be something better that's more Mm -hmm. aligned with what I want and just helping them identify their natural skills, their talents, just how they want to live their lifestyle and find a career that could follow that. Very cool. I love that. That's so meaningful. And I'm sure that gets you really excited about the work that you do too. Absolutely. It is fun. It's fun to see them in the beginning, even though in the beginning, they're the most high anxiety. It's the most challenged. They're really the most depressed. And I'm, and I hate to say that I'm excited to see that, but it's about the potential I see. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, if they're calling me, if they're calling a career coach, if they're calling someone to just help them out to be heard and validated, they're already at that step of change. So I get really excited and show a lot of gratitude for them of like, you are showing up right now, even though you don't have that clear vision yet, you're doing the work now and you're enough. So I would love to hear a little bit about where did you end up going to college? What did you study? What did your own trajectory look like before you decided to go down this route? So when I was in high school, I learned about psychology And that was the first topic in school or subject that I was like, oh my God, this is so natural. This is amazing. I'm already doing this anyway. And this is a field I could go into. How cool. So I looked into psychology, went to CU Denver, and I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology and my double minor in sociology and communications. And then after um, that, I had to figure out, well, what else can you do with a bachelor's in psychology? And of course, like parents cut you off. And so I had to find a full-time job and I wanted to look into the mental health field. I wanted to work in a clinic or some type of organization so I can just get myself in 
get my feet wet. So I was an administrative assistant at an eating disorder hospital. And I ended up working for that company for five and a half years. And then I eventually got promoted to be a behavioral health counselor. And during that promotion, I so I worked full time for a couple of years and then I enrolled in graduate school, um, still CU Denver as well. So I knew that that's the same school. I had my bachelor's. I was familiar. They also had the program I really liked. So, yeah, I, I was like, I guess I need to be a therapist. Like <laughs> it kind of just rolled. It kind of just made sense. I like rolled with the punches, if you will. And yeah, so that program was three and a half years and I worked full time at the eating disorder hospital at the same time. And long story short, I did a internship at the end of your graduate program. So for six months, you have to find an agency or organization that will sign off on, on your hours. So I as I mentioned earlier, I, I was born in Hawaii and that's always been a childhood dream to live there. So I found a way to make it happen. And I lived in Hawaii for six months to finish my internship, which was really cool. And that was working with substance abuse populations. So when I was in Hawaii and I was living the dream, I was also like, oof, therapy's hard. Like <laughs> we know this, right? And But it just hit different of is this going to be sustainable? Because I was so burnt out. I, I truly struggled with setting boundaries and taking on other clients' issues and traumas as my own. And it right. just, I was so compassionate that it hurt me. Like it really mm -hmm. did. So I graduated. I was really proud of myself. Also, not many people in my family have their master's degree. So I was also really proud of holding that title too. But I, I was just like, I can't do this. So what am I going to do? And I looked into life coaching and I really wanted to know what was the difference between coaching and counseling. And the main difference was in coaching, it's where you are right now and where you want to go versus therapy. It's about uncovering those depths of your past. And so I really loved the modality of coaching. I enrolled in a coaching program started my business and here we are today. So I, I know what it's like to take that leap of faith. And even though you don't really know exactly like all these answers, mm -hmm. you still just, you take a leap anyway and you try it. And I, I never would have thought I would have owned my own business. And I'm just so proud I took that leap. Wow. That's so incredible. And congrats. That's such a big Thank you. You know, move to make in your own career. So that's really cool. Yeah. So you touched on a few things that I would definitely want to go back to, which is feeling burnout, emotional mm -hmm. burnout in your career. I actually used to be a high school teacher and I taught in the inner city in Miami, Florida. And it was challenging because you can't help the stories of your students home yes. with you. Mm -hmm. You're at home cooking dinner and you're thinking about all of yes. the different issues. And I'm curious, actually, if you're into strengths finders or what is it? What's the other one? The Myers-Briggs one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I'm an INFJ. Oh. Empathy is like high on, on my strengths. And I'm an so ENFJ. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just think there's something about our personality yes. type that we can be very empathetic and great at working with people one-on-one, -on -one, but we also take it in, in yes. you know, inwards. And that can be really hard. Absolutely. I, it's a gift and a curse. It just depends how you want to use it, <laughs> how you want to kind of channel in 
that empathy and that that intuition too, right? right? Like you you have this gut, something isn't right, or even just like picking up on people's tone, personality, body. Like it's so natural mm-hmm. for us to yep. give a crap. So it's really <laughs> hard to look, take a step back and be like, wait a minute, this is my life. So I had at the job at the eating disorder hospital, we had lanyard with like our badge or whatever mm-hmm. that we w- would wear. And so like when I would come home, I physically took the lanyard off. Or actually I did this even when I was driving home, but like yeah. I took the lanyard off as a symbolism that I am done with work. And it's not, it's easier said than done, but like I had to practice some type of ritual to kind of let go of that. Yeah. As a teacher, you also have to wear a lanyard. Oh, so 100%. I, re- I remember that very well. Yeah. Just taking it off or even just being in my car in the mornings or after and just being like, okay, am I emotionally ready for this? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you decide, I don't want my work to be this taxing, right? And it sounds yeah. like that's what you decided. Like you're still having an impact on people's lives, but you redirected it a little bit. Yes. I think I remember so vividly the mornings and like their 12 hour shifts that I had to do, like getting in my car, waking up at five or whatever. And just, I specifically remember the body aches, the symptoms of burnout, just all of the things so vividly. That at some point I just made a vow of, Paige, you're never going to do that again. Like you you can't keep doing this. It sucks too much. Mm -hmm. So as best as you can, how can we shift? How can you do something different that, like you said, still make an impact, but it doesn't have to be so taxing and draining on yourself because the more my cup was empty, and of course I'm a server, I'm a giver. That's just naturally who I am is I just want to help. When I'm at the bottom of my cup, it's not going to be at its best capacity as if my cup was even half full. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it it was a process to acknowledge the burnout and then decide I'm going to move on from this. Yeah. And so are a lot of your clients, do they come to you in that state of burnout? Is that something you see often? Yes. I think burnout is kind of the highest or not highest, but I guess the most common complaint or symptom that I I hear of like why they even hired me because they're at this level of I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes that's where we have to be to then hire a professional or make an action change. I don't want that to be normal. I want people to already kind of, I guess, make those have that self-awareness before you get to the burnout. If it's on a scale from one to 10 and 10 is your max capacity of I'm so burnt out and stressed, I'm going to quit tomorrow versus if like you were to reach out to help a coach or a therapist or anyone to just say, you know what, I'm at like a three or four. Do I need to take action? Like before my burnout is at a 10, is there anything I can do in the meantime to be more aligned with my values, to make an impact in some way that isn't costing me so much? Totally. Yeah. And so what are your best tips that you would offer someone who is starting to feel burnout or how do you even define it for yourself? Yeah. I actually wrote a like a quick ebook, a guideline of top five ways, um, top top five signs of burnout. And it goes over the symptoms that you are receiving and then also five ways to recover. So I define burnout 
as this like mind, body, and spirit, honestly, like in your mind, what are those thoughts that are causing you to completely like rethink what your whole career, what your whole life is? So burnout is this state of your mind and your body. Maybe you have physical ailments or physical like tension or pain. It it depends. It's different for everyone, but also like your soul doesn't feel aligned. So there's kind of like these all these encompasses of yourself that just, it doesn't feel right. You're so exhausted. You're just not your best self. And you know what your best self looks like. You've been there before, but there's just something off is kind of like how I define it. Great. So when you work with people, what do you see are some of the biggest mindset obstacles that people are facing as they are coming to you? I see a lot of just limiting beliefs and stories that they tell themselves that they can or cannot do something. So whether that is tied with confidence, I can't ask for a promotion because of this, or I can't run my own business because X, Y, Z. Like there's a lot of just overall excuses that are valid, right? Like I'm not the coach that is going to just invalidate you and be like, get over it. No, I will hear you out. I am with you. However, like, what are these excuses trying to tell you? Are these excuses serving you? Or is it stepping you back from who you really want to become? And so I think my I'm a huge mindset coach. Yes, I can give you tools like your resume, LinkedIn. I can tell you I can give you as many resources as you want, but at the end of the day, I, I want to empower the client that they can make their own decisions too. It's not just it's not just me, hey, you should do this. Of course I can give you feedback and suggestions, but you know, I think the beauty of coaching is someone that you trust that is just gonna ask you those questions that you need to hear and just stretch you a little bit. So I think their stories of I can't or I I need, but I don't have just kind of those limiting beliefs are really what I see and like working together on what's the story you want to rewrite? What's the new narrative that you want to create? Because if you tell your story long and long enough, you're just feeding the beast, right? If you have this thought of I'm not a confidence person, well, that's going to be true because you keep telling yourself that. So yeah, that yeah, that's amazing. And because you're a career fulfillment coach, what does that look like to get people to start thinking about their values? Because I I think one of the biggest issues with people can be I don't know. Like the words I don't know can be such a huge wall to help people move forward in their careers. So, how have you approached that when a client says I don't, well, I don't know what I want to do, or I don't know what I, what are my values? I think that can be really hard. Definitely. I think coming from that space of just total, like, it's overwhelming, right? There's so much I don't know. But if you could flip that on your head of, I don't know, and think of it as, there's so much opportunity here. That just means you are so open to different things that could work. Yes, it's overwhelming, but what do you know? There's a lot that you know that you're not giving yourself credit for. And with values, even just literally going on Google, and I actually have, I mean, I have this sheet that I'd be happy to give anyone, but there's just Googling top 100 values, like a list. And just stare at that list and look at it 
And if you see like education, family, loyalty, trust, like whatever it is, can you narrow down that 100 to 50 and then 50 to 25 and then 25 to 10? Can you narrow down like your just top 10 things that are important to you? Just get it started, right? That's the hardest part too is I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know. But if you just get started a little bit, whether that's nailing down your top 10 values, then we have a little roadmap here. Like we have a starting point. So I think reaching out for help, asking others too, like, hey, I circled education as my value, like chatting with your family and friends. What do you think my values are based on how you know me? Just get other people involved too. You don't have to do this all by yourself. What would you say is one of the biggest career lessons that you have had to learn? Good question. Knowing that your career is not a straight and narrow path and I can, I have the power to determine how I want to work and how I want to work with people and the impact I want to make. You put a lot of value in this company that's quote unquote supporting you, which they are sometimes, but I didn't really find power within my own voice that like, I can actually make money on my own. Like I don't actually really need anybody, if that makes sense. Of course, I need people to support me and financially, of course, but I just wish I knew how much of a badass I was. Like it's really deep in there. And Like I probably would have started my own business way earlier, but that's okay. I'm exactly where I need to be right now. And so long story short, advice would be find the badass within. You can make these decisions. You can do this, even though it's scary, but there's so many people that can support you and help you. And even if it's not your family members, even if there's people or friends that don't agree or support you, there's other people that will. And just not giving up that faith and hope. So yeah, and that your career is definitely not a straight and narrow. You are going to take jumps and swims and running and you're just gonna, you're gonna get there so many different ways. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you? And can you tell people like what it would be like to work with you? Sure. So you can find me um, on my website, www.pagemitchell.coach. Also on Instagram, um, pagemitchell.coach. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. Facebook, it's under all the same name. And what it's like to work with me is I offer different, I offer a couple different packages. The first one really serving those folks who are overwhelmed, stressed, burnout at your current job. You want something else, but maybe you you know what you want, whether that is a new career or whatever, but you just don't know how to get there. So I do offer like a one month working. It's a coaching fast track. So we're working hourly sessions together and trying to really get clear on that vision and helping you get there. And then I also offer a three-month package where we can work together a little bit longer. If you really are struggling with I don't know, those I don't knows that we were talking about earlier in this podcast, maybe working together a little bit longer so that you're not feeling as pressured or rush to get crystal clear on that vision. So yeah, and I, I offer like a burnout handbook that's completely free. You can start reading that to see how you want to recover from what you're currently going through because I understand like no one can just straight up quit their job. That's it's pretty unrealistic. So in the meantime, what can you do to put some coping skills in your pocket? 
and overall just working together. Like I'm on your team. Like I am your cheerleader. I am your mentor. I am just, I'm that person that you can ask questions and you can, um, you can get through this. So whatever it is, I got your back. Great. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. It's been so like nice to just hear about how you work with clients and also hearing the big leap that you've taken yourself and starting your business. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, are you thinking about changing careers? Then you need to head over to my website, ecmpodcast.com and sign up to get your free 20-page guide that I wrote with you in mind. I wrote this guide to help you change careers and get really clear on what it is that you want to do next. Career clarity is key to a career transition journey. All right, can't wait to hear what you think about it. Have a great week.